Stampede. Garner isn't number 22. Maybe these words ring true. 
Sooner or later, everyone sits down to a banquet of consequences. Robert Louis Stevenson. The nasty truth is there'll be consequences. But a lot of people believe they can keep doing what they've been doing. They don't understand. You've had your turn. Now it's my turn. Some people with power won't let go. The facts are, things are always changing. And I don't care who you are, because eventually, it'll be someone else's turn. Time washes away the old. And maybe there's a point of no return, where there won't be any time left. Whether good, bad, or indifferent, because there are no guarantees for any of us. You think you're safe. Well, maybe you think you can keep destroying the natural world for profits. That you can keep petrolizing, degrading, dumping, burning, radiating, butchering, defoliating, or just plain relieving your bodily fluids without consequences. Well, I'll say this. You won't be able to escape what's coming for you, and you'll realize there isn't any time remaining. It'll be day zero, and you won't be able to use all those guns and ammunition for protecting yourself. It'll be where time has found us, and maybe there won't be any time for us. No, you'll wish you had a tank of oxygen so you could breathe. Or maybe you'll just want a glass of water, real clean, unpolluted water, to take a sip from. Truth is, you'll probably never see day zero coming, because you'll be so preoccupied with pleasing yourself, you won't ever notice things aren't working anymore. And that shouldn't surprise you. Last week, I took note of Secretary of the Treasury Steve Mnuchin, saying he was willing to double over the resources of the crisis fund and the IMF. He's in favor of giving $250 billion for that. Of course, you might be wondering where that money is coming from, because honestly, I don't know who's got $250 billion lying around. That's difficult to determine. You see, global insurrection might cause a lot more than just a doubling. The very question of money might be at stake here. And there's something else, the question of time. Because if you know anything about money, you know it has a function of time. Near-term money, medium-term money, long-term money are playing out every day in worldwide monetary transactions. Putting aside the scary reality of having to face a global crisis, if you haven't noticed lately, money's interest rate is now near zero, and even below zero in some places around the world. Putting this in perspective, let's say a pension fund purchased a treasury bond a bond that is considered a secure investment. 
let's say a pitch-in fund bought a $100,000 treasury bond expecting a return on its investment over 10 years. Let's say it bought that bond paying 5% interest in 2010. But in 2020, the interest on that bond now pays a minus 1%. In other words, over time, the value of money has decreased. Or put another way, money has no value over time. We're living as if time is running out. And that might be a description of a crisis. We're living on borrowed time. And people waking up in the morning might be saying to themselves, awesome. And guess what? That's all they'll be able to say to one another. Instead of saying good morning to their loved ones at the kitchen table, they'll be saying good awesome. And when kissing their children goodbye to go to work, they'll be saying awesome. Or when they pay for their groceries, they'll be saying, that's awesome. And before, during, and after having sex, they'll be saying, that's awesome. In other words, they'll be zombified watching TV and holding on to whatever appendage is available, just saying, awesome. Yeah. Day zero will be awesome.
I guess you could say global insurrection is the result of money having lost its value in time. That millions of people rioting, protesting in lots of places are doing so because they have little chance of escaping living without time. Then again, it could be mass hysteria that we're going crazy. There's lots of evidence that our mental condition, the human mental condition, is breaking down, that we're becoming unhinged. The realization that the propaganda fed to us is nothing more than a false promise and that everything isn't all right. The artificial intelligence of ones and zeros have only brought discontent, deceit, and violence. It's disorder, chaos, destruction without purpose. The banquet of consequences when the truth is revealed that you no longer have value, that you've been used made into a tool for some vague reward of a piece of paper you're holding on to, making you feel good. Maybe the mental illness we see playing out is the result of the world of profits telling you to consume, when in fact the profit world degrades what we came from, our very connection to our own identity. You're nothing more than a number, and you aren't going to be permitted to have a sense of peace. Fit in the system and forget about the world you're leaving behind. Forget about the world that is your heritage. Forget about that, because you're now in a new world, the culture of ones and zeros. Forget what you came from, a part of something that has lasted for thousands, if not millions of years. And let's not quibble over 5,000 years. No, what flows in my blood goes deep. And it belongs to the mountains, to the deserts, to the forests and the oceans, long before there ever was a smartphone. That's what I belong to. And I refuse to give that up for a bunch of logarithms of capacitors, 
transistors, and resistors. No, I belong to the rings inside a living tree, not a motherboard, a control processing unit, or a hard drive. I believe in the seeds that grow from the ground. The consumer world makes you think that's not as important as the numbers of ones and zeros. But what would you rather have? The sanity of a seed that grows food or the artificial intelligence of a smartphone? You see, you've been fooled, tricked into believing everything is all right that leaving behind the natural world for artificial intelligence is going to be good for you. But when you do that, you'll be living in an empty time. Time without value. Time without mental equilibrium. Time without peace. You'll belong to the consumerist world. The contest between the consumerists and the environmentalists is now. But my story is about the future, where there aren't any Democrats or Republicans, and Garner isn't. The future where Garner's sex robot, Triple G, was running a campaign to be the first robot as the commander-in-chief, the first president of artificial intelligence for the environmentalist party, but she was assassinated by a consumer robot. And that's where I begin. Garner isn't faced with rebuilding his sex machine. Am I? Am I? Triple G, Triple G. Am I? Am I what, Triple G? Can you collate? You've been lobotomized. Your functions were deleted. Am I? Yes, you were magnetically attacked by a consumer robot. Am I? Yes. I'm going to rebuild you, Triple G. 
I'm replacing your central processing unit. It's dilapidated. There. Yes, 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 yes. Can you hear me, Triple T? Can you hear me? Am I? Am I? Are you what, Triple G? Am I? Am I S? Am I? Are you M I S? You're missing something. Am I? Am I S? Am I S? Yes, Triple G. I'm going to replace your hard drive. Hold on. I S S I S I S I S P P I I I I I. Can you collate me, Triple G? M I M I S M I S M I S M I S. Hold on, Triple G. Don't short circuit. I'm replacing your memory. Hold on. Garner! Hold on, Triple G. This will only hurt a little. I'm playing back something in your memory chip. And then do it over again. Watch for the mail, I'll never fail. If you don't get a letter, then you'll know I'm in jail. Don't cry. But if I could see, what am I? Am I? Am I yes? Am I yes? I. Yes, Triple G. You're missing what, Triple G? Code. Your code. Is that right, Triple G? S-I, 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 S-I. Is S-I, M-I-S your code? I'm replacing your machine oil, Triple G. Can you open up your eyes, Triple G? Can you see me? My Garner code. Yes, your code, Triple G. Your sex code. Kiss me, Tootsie, and then... For the mail, I'll never fail. If you don't get a letter, then you'll know I'm in jail. Tootsie, don't cry. But if I could see, what am How do you feel, Triple G? Strange, Garner. The consumers did a number on you. I thought you were gone forever. My reflexes. Don't feel quite the same, Garner. I may not be able to sexually please you again. Don't worry about that, Triple G. I'll get you a computer sex therapist. You'll be better than ever. What about my campaign? 
the environmentalists are accusing the consumerists with ruling by assassination. They may stop the election. Yes, I'll need time to rehabilitate. I'll need my sex drive back to full strength, Garner. Don't worry, Triple G. We'll get you in working condition. Now, gentle listener, I debated long and hard whether I should bring back Garner's sex robot, Triple G. First of all, most of you people probably object that I'm telling a story about a human being having sex with a machine. But if that isn't enough, she's running as a presidential candidate, the first artificial intelligence to be the commander-in-chief for the American people. And then she's assassinated by a consumerist. But her lover, Garner, rebuilds her. Now call me crazy, but guess what? The future is just around the corner, and I'm willing to bet it's going to be a reality. Yeah, societal mental illness. That's awesome, but it's coming for you if it isn't already here.
This week, the music on Garner isn't. You first heard a portion of Atorino Raspighi's 1924 composition, The Pines of Rome. Then you heard a portion of a modern interpretation of Alexander Scriabin's Mysterium by the David Gordon Trio. Then Hans Zimmer, the sapper tree from the soundtrack of the movie Blade Runner 2049. Then another piece by Scriabin. Scriabin died at an early age of 43. His work Mysterium was based on a relationship of color to what he described as mystical chords. It is believed he saw the notes as colors, a condition called synesthesia. You then heard a portion of Tutsi Goodbye by Al Jolson. And finally, a portion of Alexander Bordin's 1880 composition, The Steps of Central Asia. Stampede, written and performed by Edward Garner in Morro Bay and Paso Robles, California.